Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Loud and Local with Kevin Deers on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. We are back here on Loud and Local. It's 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle, and uh, we restarted the show. We're going good. We're flying high again, as Ozzy would say, and we're hanging out here on a Sunday night. It is now 8.15. We're getting straight into the interview. we got post-boredom in studio now, and they have a killer new album called Ritualistic Time Abuser. Honestly, it's going to be one of my top ten, top five maybe even records of 2019, so... First, I would just like to say congratulations on uh, on breaking through all of... I get sent a lot of music. You guys cut through all of it with uh, such an awesome release. So I'm not trying to, you know, uh, uh, you know, blow smoke up your butts or whatever. But seriously, amazing records out on Hex Records. Uh, welcome to Loud and Local. Hey, thanks for having us. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Weird introduction, right? All right. <laughs> So let's go around the room, and uh, you guys have been here on Loud and Local before, uh, and uh, but uh, a little bit of a different lineup change now, uh, and let's reintroduce the band. My name is Jeffrey. And you play drums. I play drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Rachel, and I do vocals. Uh, I'm Billy, and I play bass. I'm Pam, and I play guitar. Right on. Well, uh, since I last spoke to you, you also released an EP, uh, and and I didn't actually know about that. I don't know why it flew under my radar, but uh, so that bridged the gap between your your old vocalist and then uh, you brought in uh, Rachel on vocals. And and uh, I guess I'd like to ask, like, how did all that come about, and uh, where did you guys meet? And uh, you know, you've been playing a couple of years with with Rachel, so mm-hmm. it seems to fit very well. As the record is is an incredible album, so. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we've uh, we've all been playing music, uh, like basically side by side in in other bands. And uh, when uh, we were talking about uh, looking for a new vocalist, uh, somebody mentioned Rachel, and we all just immediately jumped on it and pretty much forced her to be in our band. They did. Yep. I was on the fence. I was like, I can't sing. I don't know what you want from me. So you, so you were aware of her past projects then before? Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, our old band, Pam played in a band with her. Oh, cool. Yeah, we um, Rachel and I played in a band called Rorith. It's like a doom band um, a while back. And uh, yeah, and then, yeah, we all played in our own bands. And then um, Rachel was in a band called Morose for a while. And yeah. that was a really awesome band. Um, but after that broke up. Uh, Rachel wasn't playing music for a bit, and then um, yeah, if we were looking for a new singer, and I was like, Rach, you're, do you want to be the one? Because I'm feeling it. Are you? <laughs> Did it take they, some convincing? Yeah, they they had to court me. They like took me to my favorite yeah. bar. Oh, <laughs> took, we, we took bullied me her. To, took me to pho, and then I was like, oh, I don't know. Well, I'll come to a practice and just listen, because it was hard for me to imagine my voice over their music or what I would even do with it. Sure, and try to be like authentic in with my own voice so i 
I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, I want to do it, but I'm nervous. And um, But I love them so much. So I was just like, well, this is just fun because I get to yeah. be with you. So it doesn't matter, like, yeah. even if we never – if I back out or whatever. I just get to hang out with you for a couple times a week. There you go. For however long. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's stuck. So here I am. Absolutely. Almost three years into it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that's awesome. It sounds – it seems like I'm kind of, uh, you know – the 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 last one here on the boat, you know, just uh, I'm ready to rock with you guys. I, I guess I just haven't kept up. I, I was still rocking the first post-boredom. So now I'm just on to this new era of the band and it's it's better than ever. And uh, the record is called Ritualistic Time Abuser. Tell me about – that's an awesome title, but what exactly is it a reference to? Is it was it... originally one of our songs. Okay. Um, and then we we all just kind of looked at each other and thought that would be a great name for – the name of the record. Um, I don't remember how the title came up. We yeah. come up with like a lot of weird titles, and luckily we have a whiteboard <laughs> in, <laughs> our, in the space. So I'll, usually a sentence will come up um, of very random, very random sentences or quotes, and we'll just write it down. It was just like a long-winded way of saying killing time or wasting time. And sure, thought it was very tongue-in-cheek way of saying it. And we're all good at that, so mm-hmm. fit. Right on. So uh, where did you go to record the album, and uh, and how was that process? We recorded at the Kill Room in down in Georgetown with our friend uh, Jeff McNulty. Okay, yeah. Um, we actually recorded our last EP, um, the Shaking Hands with Clients EP, with Jeff as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had uh same guy down in Portland mastered as well, so kind of the same process. So this... The ritualistic record was a real comfy process for us. Yeah, very natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff's Jeff's great. He's in uh, he's in a band called Cat Toy, and he's been around in bands forever. And he, he was just, in Bloodhag. Yeah, he's he knows us so well and our sound that it was no problem just jumping right in with him. That's rad. He uh, obviously knows knows a good thing when he when he hears it. Uh, you guys are also on Hex Records, which. Uh, uh, Jeff Jeffrey, last time you were in studio, you were with the the Helm or Das Helm. Uh, <laughs> with uh, you and Tim were in studio, and I believe you guys have released a record on Hex. Uh, was that kind of a relationship that you would establish with that label, or did it yeah, come through I, that? Uh, that record actually came out ten years ago. Oh, okay, uh, like two thousand nine. Mm-hmm, yeah. and then um, so Ryan, who runs Hex, moved out to the Northwest. Um, I think three years ago from Syracuse, New York. Sweet. And he saw us play a show in Olympia with Great Falls. Um, I just told him, you know, you're coming up to Seattle. Do you want to stop by in Port- uh, Olympia? I'm sorry. To see our band. And he was actually really impressed. And not long after, he uh, made the offer to put out our record. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a really good dude. They definitely put out a ton of noisy, rad, weird, kind of like left-brained, loud, loud rock music. So Absolutely, I dig that. Uh, it seems like a good fit for you guys. Uh, and and of course, I'm gonna get a little nerdy with this. The album cover. It's it's a it's a really cool, creepy <laughs> painting. Who did this? Uh, our friend uh, Quig uh, did it. Uh, he's a local artist. Uh, he's been around forever part of the community uh he also did our shirts awesome and we pretty much as a band came up with an extremely loose idea and we had no idea what we were even getting into with it it's like a spiky vortex yeah yeah and he did it all by hand um oil painting awesome and we gave him the 
worst description of <laughs> how to do our art, and he came out with he just, he just blew our minds. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's, he's brilliant. It looks like an old school like Tampa Bay death metal cover. Hell yeah. Some Dan Seagrave up in there, right? Totally. So. All right. We're going to get into everything Avoider, the first song from Postboredom's Ritualistic Time Abuser. If you like them, you can check it out November 30th at the substation with So Pitted and Joe Past. Uh, or is that So Past? Is that Joe Past? Joe, Joe Past. Joe Past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Postboredom and, of course, uh, Loud and Local Friends, Slow Code. Uh, so, uh, again, that's November 30th at substation. We're going to play a couple songs from the record. You want to say anything about it or should we just let the music speak for itself? Uh... We think it's great. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And so do I. Here's post-boredom. It's loud and local on The Rock. There we go.
That noisy goodness was a band called Post Boredom, and they're playing a show November 30th at the substation here in Seattle. And, uh, it's at 8 p.m. with So Pitted, Joe Past, Slow Code, and, of course, the band you just heard, Post Boredom. So uh, the, the, the venue substation is really rad. It's like a half practice space, and, and they have like three stages. I just saw Earth there on, on Halloween, and rad. it was a, a release show for some uh, weed company. And so they, the weed company uh, – th- so imagine this. The weed company releases these uh, like packs of joints, and uh, they have tattoo artists who design the, the packs, right? And so the company is just passing out free weed to everyone in the venue. So there's just people like walking around just like, hey, hey here's some free weed. And uh, I was like, cool. I won't take any, but pass it on to the next guy. And it just seemed like everyone was having – I think that's the best vibe for an Earth show. Yeah. It's just – so easy now. Everyone baked. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, but we're not talking about Earth. We're talking about Substation and and post boredom. Uh, incredible record. Ritualistic time abuser. Uh, will we be hearing songs from this record on your set? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Mostly songs from this record. Mm-hmm. As we uh, spent a lot of time recording, and then we straight from recording, we played like two shows a month up until this month, pretty much. And yeah. We kind of got to go and relearn some of our old songs. <laughs> okay. There you yeah. go. Well, uh, so I got to ask, um, and, and this is kind of putting you guys on the spot, but I, uh, just be as honest as possible. Uh, we do have a lot of listeners that are uh, maybe younger or just wanting to start a band, and uh, they might not know like what steps to take. Uh, or you know, just starting to play music, they want to meet some people. They want to like go out there and, and you know meet some people to start a band. What uh, what steps would you say? Do you have any words of encouragement to younger folk that might want to start their first band? Uh, just just do it. Um, go for it, and just do what feels good to you, and don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Totally. Um, I actually volunteered a couple of years at Rain City Rock Camp for girls. That's awesome. And it's super important to me for women to get out there and express themselves artistically and musically. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're a young girl, I think it's from like six years old to 18. Get a hold of them if you're living in Seattle. And that's Rain City Rock Girls for Camp? Oh, uh, Rain City Rock Girl. Rain- Rain City Rock Girls for Camp. Rain City Rock Camp for girls. That's I said it. Rock Girls for Camp. <laughs> I know, it totally wow. threw me off. I was like, what? What? Um, but yeah, the, get a hold of them because they're a really awesome troop of uh, people that want to help women get out there and be brave and get on stage. That's awesome. Any, uh, anything else before we... I, I also want to say I think there's one for adults. And there... I just, I know we're like going more for like the young people, but... Sure. Um, you're never too old to rock and roll. That's true. Never too old for that. Yep. Absolutely. And there is schools of rock. There is school of rock, which is a is a really rad uh, thing that around in this uh, area. I believe there's one in pretty much every community of the of the Seattle and and uh, East Side area. If if you're a young kid, or if you have a young kid, and uh, you want them to start playing, or you know, even if you're uh, my age, you can start in, uh, playing music and, and start a band and and kill it and uh, learn some Black Sabbath covers and uh, you know start your own exactly. band. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, um, I got to ask, though, because, you know, kind of segueing into when you guys were kids, uh, what was the first band that really uh, – okay, actually, let's rephrase this. What was the first album 
CD, tape, record, whatever, first physical piece of media that you actually purchased on your own with your own money, not given to you by a cooler older brother or your mom and dad, but the first one you actually purchased with your own money. Uh, Jeffrey, let's start with you. Uh, the Black Album, Metallica. Nice. On cassette. Um, I didn't use it with my own money, though, but I did have to work for it. Hey, um, there you go. When I was nine or ten years old. Some chores. Um, yeah, the Black Album. Definitely. How about you, Rachel? Um, the very first CD that I ever bought was Debrat, yes. Quantified. Yes. I got that. I was like 94 or something like that. Yeah. And my mom <laughs> found it and she was like, do you know what she's talking about? <laughs> but yeah, that was the first one. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, for me was, um, uh, the single Woomp There It Is by Tag Team. Yes. Um, in a CD with like way too much plastic on it and it may have had the... Adam's Family remix version on there, too. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Dude. That's awesome. Um, I got to say mine was Madonna's True Blue. and nice. that's, that's great. That's still one of my top 20 favorite albums of all time. That's awesome. Big Madonna fan. Hell yeah. Yeah. Right on. Uh, and uh, what was the first concert you ever attended or show or, you know, I mean, I'm assuming it was like a big concert or something like that. Well, uh, let's start with you, Pam. Let's go around the that way. Um, well, I gotta say, like the Beach Boys at nice. uh, in San Diego at the Woodland Park. No, at the zoo. Wow, San Diego Zoo. Yeah. San Diego Zoo. Thank yeah. you. That was rad. But I gotta say, definitely the most memorable first concert that blew my socks off was um, seeing Botch at Rock Candy. Wow, and yeah. The City Devils opened for them, and it blew my mind. Yeah, and it's still blowing. Hey, you bleeped yourself. I did. <laughs> yes, hell yeah. And how about you, Billy? What was the um, first show or concert or whatever musical experience live? The Monroe Boys and Girls Club seeing uh, some like crusty street punk band called Casualties of Power. Okay. I believe. Um, and uh, besides that. The I, iconic band Casualties of Power, you yeah, mean. Yeah, and they were like all covers. <laughs> it was all street punk covers. Okay, so cool, cool, cool. I, I didn't even know that at the time. And I think uh, after that, uh, the first like show I saw like was uh, AFI and Death by Stereo at the Rock Candy nice. in like '99 or okay. something. Nice, that's awesome. And how about you, Rachel? Um, I also saw AFI there. Nice. Was that your first show? No, I was going to shows uh, at like the Redmond Firehouse and yeah. Ground Zero. The memorable shows were like the Locust, Give Up the Ghost, yeah. Murder City Devils, uh, Blood Hag. Oh yeah, but. Like a big show, I, I mean, it might have been like Bob Dylan. I think that was like later. Wow. Yeah, awesome. But I don't, I can't remember like a huge. It sounds like show you, other than that. It sounds like you guys were going to some really cool like all ages spaces and stuff like that at a young age and involved yeah. in those, which is really cool. So. I got lucky. Some great uh, venues of the past, Northwest. And, and Jeffrey, I know you were uh, grew up in the like, Southern California area. What was the first concert you you remember? Are, are we talking about like just music in general? Yeah, or, like, first live concerts? band you ever saw, uh, man. I went, to, I went and saw the Bull Weevils at the Corona Showcase Theater. Um, and that was a profound show because that was like my first like musical you know, performance that I ever got to see. Yeah. My first punk show, first stage dive. Um, <laughs> the band that opened up the show, they were called The Finders. Okay. And I still have their demo tape. Nice. Yeah, and it's awesome. But yeah, the Bull Weevils from Chicago. The Bull Weevils. Yeah, they were, they were the headliner. They were awesome. Killer. Still are. Right on, y'all. So uh, what's uh, – okay, let's do lightning round. Jeffrey, you start this one. Favorite Northwest band or bands of all time? Uh, definitely in the heavy category, I would say Botch. Yeah. Um, or Botch, Soundgarden, um, The Sonics. I've, and The Hell. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rachel, how about you? 
Uh, oh, I guess Northwest uh, wipers. You're wearing their shirt. I wearing. I am wearing the shirt. <laughs> um, heart. Yes. yes. Uh. Bikini Kill. Yeah, hell yeah. Reunion at the Paramount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You get your tickets? No. All right. I, well, I got two. Not, ooh, all right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys got to get on uh, StubHub after this. So. <laughs> and yeah. Billy, what about you, man? Uh, favorite Northwest bands? Uh, I can agree with Botch, Harkonnen, yeah. uh, Sunny Day Real Estate. Yeah. Of course, Nirvana, Carp. Fading Fast. Oh my god! Yeah, let's talk about that one. It's Billy's old hardcore band. I saw straight edge. Probably one of the only first, only yeah. people in the Northwest that saw them. So, hey, that's my it's my claim to fame. <laughs> and how about you, Pam? Um, I'll, I'll just throw out three bands that have definitely been in, like my favorite bands of all time, um, outside of like you know Nirvana, Soundgarden, blah blah blah. But like definitely Botch and definitely Mercy Devils and Plain Enemy. Um, yeah, they were amazing. Which is now essentially Great Falls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great yeah. band, so incredible band. Awesome. Well, we're talking influence. We're talking first shows, and and uh, we're talking to the band Post Boredom. They have a new record out called Ritualistic Time Abuser on Hex Records. You can purchase it now. You can stream it anywhere you stream music, and you can also just tune in now and keep listening because we're going to play a couple more songs. We're going to play Limb Alert and Western Avenue from the record. They're playing November thirtieth at the Substation with So Pitted, Joe Past, and Slow Code. All right, guys. Limb Alert. What's this one about? Uh, this one Putting is you actually, on the spot. <laughs> yeah, this, this one is actually inspired by uh, Aldeus Huxley, um, where uh, he was saying that um, uh, at some point in mankind will be overloaded with information and not have the proper tools to figure out fact from fiction. And uh, if, I feel like we're living that age oh, with yeah. all this fake news crap and all yeah. whatever you want to call it at the moment where uh, we lack a – uh, mass population lacks a certain element of critical thinking, and uh, yeah, we're we're a bunch of nerds, and <laughs> just went with that. Shout out Aldous Huxley. All right, here it is. Post boredom on Loud and Local on the Rock.
Loud and local with Kevin Deers rolls on 99.9 KISW. Done. Okay, this is the most relaxed I've seen you. You're not spending the entire vacation working? Nope. I've got the digital team at Intercom working for me. I know exactly where my budget's going, and I see results in real time. Intercom's a Google Premier Partner, so they maximize my campaigns. I'm even on their exclusive Radio.com platform. Anything digital, they do. Can they make a Mai Tai like this? (laughs) Your full-service digital partner. Go to Intercom.com. Drinks not included. At Sport Clips Haircuts. We're on a mission to help our veterans with their education. In 2013, we established the VFW Sport Clips Help a Hero Scholarship Program. With the help of your generous donations, we've raised over $6 million and awarded more than 1,400 scholarships across the country. Visit Sport Clips today and help a hero. And on Veterans Day, November 11th, Sport Clips will donate an additional dollar for every haircut we give. Help us continue this honorable mission. Saluting service in partnership with the Travis Mannion Foundation. My name is Michael Wexler. I'm currently active duty serving Army Staff Sergeant at JBLM. My father has been doing the 5Ks Travis Mannion for years now. It furthered my interest when I saw that they work primarily with youth, influencing youth, developing character in youth. I think character is something that is innately in all people. It just needs to kind of be fanned, if you will. Like that spark needs to be ignited. When you have two choices, Whichever one's the harder one, that's the right one because you know it's right, and that's why it's harder. I'm Bradley Johnson with 1-800-DYOA, and I want to talk to you about Johnny and Jane Law. They're everywhere. Sheriffs, state and local police, highway patrol, even tribal and university police. And if you're running booze for the mob, you might even get arrested by the ATF. At 1-800-DYOA, we've met them all. Black, brown, blue, or beige, no matter the color they wear, if you drink and drive, the only color you'll be seeing is red. In nearly 30 years of service, 1-800-DY-WAY has helped all over our region. Whether pulled over on the highway, city street, military base, or even on a reservation, we can help and we have helped. Call 1-800-DUI-AWAY or go to one 800 duiawaycom to set up a free private consultation in Seattle, Bellevue, Everett, or Tacoma. Red, white, and blue are the colors of freedom, unless they're flashing behind you. 1-800-DUI-AWAY! Hey, so what do you know about the Ford GT40? I know I'd love to have one. Well, I get that, but there's a whole history behind it. If you're a car guy, you are really going to want to go see the new movie, Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah, lots of awards buzz on that flick. Matt D., Christian Bale. I saw the trailer. It looks amazing. It's about Carroll Shelby and Ken Miles. The British race car driver and the Mustang guy. And how they became friends while building a supercar that could compete with the absolute best in Italian sports cars at the 24-hour Le Mans back in 66. Sounds like a winner. So you know, Ford vs. Ferrari brought to you by 20th Century Fox and theaters November 15th. See you there. Little Caesars Thin Crust Pizza is so loaded with cheese and pepperoni you can't even see the crust. And if you ever want to see it again, listen very carefully. Bring $6.49 in unmarked bills or marked bills or coins or just a credit or debit card to Little Caesars. Come alone and bring your friends or family. Bring everyone. Get a Little Caesars Large Thin Crust Pizza with extra cheese and the most pepperoni, all at the nation's best price of just $6.49. Pizza, pizza. Top four national pizza chains. Extra most bestest thin crust pepperoni pizza versus large round one topping thin crust pepperoni pizza. Everyday standard menu prices at participating locations plus Bold statement. Saving money with Geico is almost better than watching football. Think about it. When you're watching the game, yelling at the quarterback to throw the ball, throw it, Williams is wide open, why are you doing this to me? Use that rocket arm, come on! They don't listen to you. But if you went into a Geico office and yelled, someone please help me save some money on car insurance, everyone would hop to it. 
Except the intern, because it's his first day and he doesn't even have a computer yet. See? Better. Switch and save with Geico. It's almost better than sports. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. back here on loud and local and we got post boredom in studio they are hanging out with us and they're going to be hanging out with uh with uh, the crew at the substation november 30th with so pitted joe past slow code and post boredom uh, do you know if tickets are available in advance or is that like a purchase at the door kind of thing uh, i would maybe check the substation website okay uh, I'm assuming just purchasing out the door. I would assume so. Yeah. Too. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, 21 and over, right? Substation's all 21 and over? It's true, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So young kids, you'll have to catch one of the uh, one of the all-ages shows coming up. Is there anything beyond uh, this show coming up? Do you guys have any plans for the next couple months? Or uh, This is it. Right now, this is, this is it. I think we're uh, kind of... Uh, slowing down just a little bit. We've okay. Just been, we've been going like full throttle for a few months now. Um, so I would imagine hope maybe something in December, but definitely, uh, you know, as January starts, that's when we're... We're going to pick it back up pick again. Pick it back yeah. up year. I think we're going to write some new songs and hang out and plan a tour for the spring. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I actually saw you guys at the substation for your record release show, and that's when Freiberger got, like broke his leg or oh. broke his foot. Yeah, yeah. that night. Um, <laughs> I, I had to – I have to mention that I – it was such a relieving thing to see such a mixture of bands. Uh, we had like a death metal band. Uh, we had like kind of like a pop uh, pop punk-ish band yeah. to open. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was it like electronic like kind of – yeah, industrial, goth, goth, industrial yeah. I don't know. But anyways, all the different genres and, and then, of course, you guys, which you can't be constrained by any genre. I think that that was a beautiful thing. Is that something you guys like to do when, when you can book a show? Yes. That was mine and Rachel's birthday show, and we handpicked all those bands for that exact reason. Like, uh, as much as I love, like, heavy music, it's it's – very straining on the ears to go see four bands that are very similar. And, and then the sound guy plays the same genre in between yeah. songs. Yep. And- yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we want to play, like, especially like friends we have like, who are like, oh, well, we don't, we want to play with you, but we don't sound anything like you. And we're like, that's perfect. Good. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's fun. You get to learn about different bands and hear and meet people that are in different like scenes in the city or out of the city or whatever, touring bands or whatnot. But yeah, we want to make it fun. We don't, we don't want to be like, we have to play with bands that sound just like us because that's hard too. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just people are more receptive to uh, different sounds yeah. on the same bill. And, uh, you know, the band will stand out a lot more. Absolutely. If, if it's not just like you know, four doom bands back to back or like <laughs> yep. four hardcore bands or four, you know, ska bands. Much yeah. love to ska, <laughs> but I, you know. Uh, we would, we would love, ska, we would love to play with a ska, a, a very I'll good ska up. band. I'll hook you up. I know some ska bands. I know a couple ska bands are listening right now. Hook them up. Okay, I, I'm, not, I'm not speaking for everybody in the right, no, Yeah, you are. Definitely not speaking for everybody. <laughs> Billy's a ska hater. All right, guys. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, uh, well, uh, is there any final words you want to say to the Northwest audience, I guess, uh, before we get into some plugs and, and uh, you know, links and whatnot? Start more bands. Uh, I want to see people throw on more house shows. We've, we've actually played a couple yes. house shows with, uh, um, it seems like, Younger Blood. Um, 
opening up their garages and we played somebody's living room recently that had like wow. a full stage and sound system and yeah. in a living room in a living room Whoa. it's it's something we all grew up with like all ages venues and DIY stuff and it seemed to disappear on uh, the last couple of years but yeah. uh um, people are taking it to uh, the living spaces. Yeah, yeah. well, we think Seriously. that people are just with the city changing right now. People are still hungry to see music in a in, you know a non huge venue setting. They still want that intimate vibe. So people yeah. are still working for it. Yeah, it's great. That's awesome. So, uh, where can people find uh, your music if they can't come out to the show and buy the album or buy a physical copy? Um, well, we're on the Hex Records Band Camp. Uh, we're on the Hex Records Band Camp and. Like it was said earlier, uh, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can order a record through the the Bandcamp. Okay. Or yeah. the Hex. Record so yeah, uh, you can find Hex Records. He has like a big cartel page. Yeah. So uh, his entire catalog is on his big cartel page. And if you're just uh, wondering like how to find this band online, uh, keep in mind on Facebook it is post uh, slash boredom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- there is a uh, slash there. So definitely keep that in mind when you're looking up. I know there's a couple different things that pop up if you don't put the slash in. So put the slash in, <laughs> post slash boredom. Forward slash. Forward slash. So. <laughs> I like that. So uh, again, November 30th at the substation, 8 p.m. with So Pitted, Joe Past, Slow Code, and the band you're listening to now, uh, Post Boredom. Any final words <clears> and uh, you know, shout outs and thank yous? Uh, you wanted. Thank you to you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Kevin. thank you, Kevin. Seriously, thank you. You're very you. welcome. And thank you, Seattle. Oh, but not Tacoma. Dude, move to oh, Tacoma. I do. Oh, great. We you moved to Tacoma? Tacoma. It's been a year and a month, and I don't regret a thing. I hate commuting to Seattle to work, but Tacoma all the way. Tacoma's great. Tacoma, Absolutely. Rock City, USA. Yep. Yeah, it's going to become a Tacoma, Tacoma band. Uh, Rachel, knows, maybe. I'm open to Jeffrey? whatever. Nice. <laughs> if the opportunity Billy? arose, I'd, I'd do it. I, I wouldn't be against it. Good. Moving on. Tacoma's, yeah. Tacoma's, yeah. Tacoma's a great city. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely rep in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Do a botch and seaweed cover. So. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> right on. Well, post boredom, thank you very much again. November 30th at the substation. Uh, incredible record. Definitely check it out. You'll be able to hear these songs live. This is Purgatory for Magical Mo- Malpractice, but I'm going to put you on the spot right now. I'm turning my microphone off. And you have to play Wacky Morning Show Radio DJ and introduce your songs to Northwest audience right now. All right. Who's going to step I'll up do and do it? All right. Um, There's a song, Purgatory for Magical Malpractice, here on The Rock, KSW, loud and local, Sunday night. Hit it. Jeffrey, that was your normal voice. <laughs> <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.